pray. Father, we thank you that you are a father to those who love you and that you've saved and that we are your children and that we never have to wonder whether we will be forsaken. And that is not because of anything we've done, but because of what Christ has done. Receiving our darkness on himself, our separation from you on himself. He restored us into a right relationship with you. And so I pray that you would help us in this time to feel the wonder of that. And that if there is someone who does not know Jesus, who is separated from God, would you make them aware of that now and call them out of the darkness into your marvelous light. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
chapter 15, if you have your Bible with you. Mark chapter 15 and verse 33 says, And when the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You'll find essentially this same account almost word for word if you turn to Matthew 27. The death of Jesus is imminent at this point, and Matthew tells us that it was the sixth hour. Now that designation of time simply means that it was about noon. From about noon until about three, the Bible says that darkness covered the land, the whole land. Imagine being in the middle of the day here in the Florida sunshine at 12 o'clock and everything goes dark. It was such a cosmic event that, that everyone took notice, maybe similar to the earthquake that would later take place at Jesus' death. So imagine the sun being darkened in the middle of the day, and it would lead us to believe that it is full darkness, an unusual cosmic kind of darkness where the sun is fully darkened and it appeared to be night. But it was more than just a miracle of creation or in creation. The darkness was a physical manifestation of a spiritual reality. You see, since the fall of man into sin, the world has been in utter darkness. Darkness that is a separation from God who is light. And in Him there is no darkness at all. You see, the darkness represents wickedness. Proverbs 4 and verse 19 says that the way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. John 3 and verse 19 says that people love darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. You see, mankind and all of creation, as a result, is in darkness. Not simply because of the lack of the sun, but because of the presence of sin. But that darkness is not just emblematic of the presence of sin. Because it's the presence of sin, it's emblematic of the absence of God. Now, God's not absent from his creation in the sense that he's turned a, a blind eye to what takes place and he's just kind of let the world go. But rather, there's a very clear sense in which we experience separation from God because of our sinfulness. God is holy. He doesn't look upon sin and he doesn't reward sinners. And so mankind is in darkness because of sin, and in our darkness we are separated from God. Ephesians 2 and verse 12 says this, 
Remember that you were at that time, and Paul was talking about what it looks like to be in our natural state as sinners. At that time, you were separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope, and listen, without God in the world. So that's the separation that Jesus is feeling in this moment. That's the darkness when Jesus says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He feels his distance from God the Father. He feels the reality of what it means to be separated from God. To be outside of his love. Outside of his mercy. Outside of his his kindness. And rather to experience only his wrath. His hatred for sin. His holy indignation. His righteous judgment. And Jesus in this moment bears the full weight of that. This again is the direct fulfillment of Psalm 22. Let me just read the first two verses. You could read this psalm in its entirety and see this, but just listen to these first two verses. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me? From the words of my groaning. Oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer. And by night, but I find no rest. Jesus is feeling what it means to suffer under the weight of sin and separation from God with absolutely no rest. And the Bible is clear that this is the end of the sinner's life who does not turn to Christ. Utter separation from God without any rest from that condition. And Jesus on the cross for the full weight of the wrath and the judgment of God in our place. This is the good news of what Jesus did on the cross. In a very real sense, He experiences our separation from God for us in our place. He experiences the agony of being abandoned by God instead of us. And He does that in order that we might be reconciled to God the Father. So that we would be restored to God. You see, some of you right now are feeling right now your darkness. Your separation from God. The darkness that is within your heart and your soul. You are without God and without hope in the world. Your life is filled with sin. You've chosen rebellion. And the good news is that God right now is willing to shine light into your darkness and to call you out of the darkness into His marvelous light. He's calling you into a right relationship with Him today if you would turn to Christ. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me?